The Successful Servant Leader Podcast is all about the pioneer woman on her unique journey of becoming and being who God has called her to be. The divine connection between the wealth mindset and success in every area of our lives can no longer be denied. Successful Servant Leader teaches us how to increase our confidence and strategically and effectively serve while in the pursuit of success in our lives, our faith, and our businesses. I'm your host, Victoria Grace, and welcome to the show. Hello, guys, and welcome to this episode of the Successful Servant Leader Podcast. Of course, I want to thank you so much for tuning in and choosing to be a part of this movement. I am so glad that you are here. The fact that you are even here, the fact that you're allowing a message like this to come across your ears, I am just so happy, so grateful, and honored that God is allowing me to bring messages like these to your household, while you're on the job, and to help you propel into your destiny, right? So I wanted to say, give yourself a pat on the back for intentionally choosing, of course, to be a part of this conversation that will surely help all of us level up spiritually, personally, and professionally. Now, before we get started, if you are new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. Go ahead and make sure that you hit that subscribe button on whatever app you are listening on. You will most definitely get a fresh episode on either The Wealthy Place, Healthy Behavior Change, and current topics related to the modern day servant leader every single week. And if you're new here, I'm so sorry that this might be your first episode. Actually, I'm not sorry, but I am kind of sorry because it is going to get a little bit heavy, but it is so good and it is something that we need to discuss and we need to talk about. And I always ask God like, okay, God, I want to talk about this. And then you end up giving me something else to talk about right before it's time to record the podcast. And I want to do this, but his agenda is not my agenda. And so I have decided to make his agenda my agenda and what exactly I want to talk about. If it happens to change at the last minute, I've allowed myself the freedom to just flow as Holy Spirit flows. And this is a message that I have to get out there because I know for a fact, whether you are new here or not, you are the real MVP in your family and you are the real MVP for your bloodline. And this just means if you have no idea what I'm talking about, the MVP, the most valuable player is the one that God has chosen to be the change agent, to be the trailblazer, or what I like to call the pioneer, to be that person that's different than those those that came before them and they are the one who are who's going to do the work to break generational curses and build generational wealth and I'm talking directly to that person today so this episode will be a little bit heavy that's why I have trigger warning in the episode title but it is definitely needed and it's something that we must discuss and so I have to say of course Happy new week, you guys. Of course, I'm going to say it. Happy, happy new week. I pray that your last week was off the chain. And if it wasn't, let's do what we can to make sure that this week is point blank and period. So let's get right into it. Today's BT is based off of Deuteronomy 31 verse 8. And it says, the Lord himself goes before you. The Lord himself goes before you. Our biblical truth today says, God has gone before me, so I give this day to him 
that his will will be done. God has gone before me, so I give this day to him that his will will be done in my life, in my business, on the job, in my family, with my son, with my husband, with my spouse, with my whatever, whoever. Say this over your life today. Say this over your situation. Say this, say this, say this. Let it be known in the atmosphere, okay? Everything that I'm about to talk to about talk to you about today has so much to do with what we allow to permeate in our atmospheres, what we allow to dwell, right? And stay within our atmospheres. And this is why I do a biblical truth every single week, because I need you guys to know and understand the importance, the importance of speaking God's truth over your life, over your children's lives and teaching your children, right? Teaching your nieces and your nephews, your cousins, teaching them how to do the same thing. And you guys already know that our biblical truths come straight from our amazing community, Sisters in Pursuit. So if you want access to biblical truths on a daily basis, go ahead and click that link in the show notes and join us inside of Sisters in Pursuit. It is 100% free. So because of the urgency of today's topic, I don't really have any tea to spill. The only thing I'm going to say is make sure that you set your alarm for our weekly prayer call. Set your alarm for our weekly prayer call. It is every single Wednesday at 6.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. The information is all in the show notes for you. Okay, set your alarm. Join us now more than ever. And I feel sometimes when I say this, I'm like, am I that older person now that's like now more than ever, now more than ever, now more than ever, right? Like, I think I am. And sometimes I don't want to say it, but that's what God is leading me to say. Like, now more than ever, we need prayer. Now more than ever, you need to understand your role as real MVP. Now more than ever, you need to understand who you are as pioneer and trailblazer. Now more than ever, you need to understand your spiritual gifts. Now more than ever, you need to make sure that you are in tune with the spirit realm, right? That you are in tune and in partnership with God so that that, uh, your spirit of discernment can be increased and so that you can have a heightened spirit of discernment, right? And if you have the gift, right, that he can increase your discernment of spirits because every day, I mean, I just, we're going to get into that in the episode, but that's why we do biblical truths. That's why I have the prayer call every single week. Take advantage of the resources that God has available to you. Stop living your life blind to the things that are going on in this world. Stop living your life thinking, oh, it doesn't apply to me, so I don't have to worry about it. No. Stop living your life like that and I'm going to stop preaching and I'm going to go ahead and just say that is our tea for this week. Since I said I didn't have any, that is our tea for this week. Make sure that you join us inside of our weekly power prayer call. Also, make sure that you like and share the podcast. And when I say like, I mean subscribe as well as rate the podcast, leave a review, help me get this out to more individuals, right? To more of the body of Christ and so 
let's get right into today's episode. You guys can see, like I said, there is a trigger warning just to give you notice that we're going to be talking about some heavy things today. Um, And yeah, let's talk about it. Now, I actually recorded this episode maybe two or three weeks ago and then ended up putting out a different episode because I was just like, that's too heavy, God. Like, no, I'm supposed to be telling them how to increase their mindset, level up their faith and increase their impact and their income. And yet here I am again (laughs) talking about something else, but I understand the importance of it. It's something that I practice on a daily basis of just making sure I do those three P's that I talked about last week. Oh, while it's on my mind, did you guys like that bonus episode? I hope you guys like that bonus episode on hashtag motherhood because as a servant leader, God is literally leading me into this place where he wants me to talk more about mommyhood and wifehood, right? And so right now you'll be getting those bonus episodes, I think maybe once a month, maybe every other month, but as I get them and as I do them, I will share them with you guys, but I hope you like them. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope it helped on your motherhood journey and I pray that if it helped you, you were able to share it with somebody else, right? That may be going through the same thing or something similar, or maybe an unplanned unplanned pregnancy or whatever the case may be. I really hope that you guys enjoyed it. Okay. So back to today's topic, let's talk about it. And of course it aligns directly with motherhood. And if you're listening to this and you're a father or you're an uncle or you're a big cousin or you're somebody's um, aunt, right, or somebody's uncle, you have nieces and nephews, or you just are around children or anybody that is younger than you, right, this applies directly to you. This is hashtag motherhood tea as well, okay? So I'm trying to figure out where do I want to start this. A few episodes ago... You can go back. It's titled Not So Church Girl. I dedicated an entire episode to this song called Church Girl by Beyonce and how regardless of anything else, the specific song was just not a it just was not good at all and how there is a mocking spirit. There is a spirit of mockery running rampant in this earthen vessel. And the Bible tells us that the spirit of the Antichrist is already flowing freely, right? It is already flowing freely. And so, yeah, if you haven't heard that episode, go back and check it out. It is titled Not So Church Girl. Now, in that same episode, and while I was taking notes and preparing for that episode, I saw so many other things. And I think I even talked about it, how there was a, there's a girl who... You know, she says that she's Christian and all of these things, yet she takes a brand deal where she has to wear a bikini in an ad in which the bikini on her breast say father, son, and on her vagina basically says Holy Spirit, mocking yet again. How are you calling yourself a Christian, yet you took this brand deal, right? And remember, I talked about this as well on the podcast. Money is not the root of all evil. 
the word says specifically for the love of money is the root of all evil. So that's why I always bring it back to y'all. I talk about wealth. I talk about all these things. And yes, we are to have wealth in this earth, right? God wants us to live a fruitful life. He doesn't want us to live in you know, poverty and not be able to feed our children and pay our bills and all of these different things. However, the love of money is the root of all evil. Now, we aren't even going to talk about money today, okay? <laughs> we are not even going to talk about money because the enemy doesn't even just come up in the world of, you know, singers and rappers and influencers and things like that. He comes up in any way that he can and he uses it to his advantage. Now, one thing I want to talk about first and foremost is Disney. This is a direct shot at Disney and this is to let you know that if you have never seen it before, if you never knew, Disney is not of God. It is not of God. Now, I am very, very particular about what I allow my son to watch. I think I've said this before on this platform and I allow him to watch the older Disney shows because I mean, we are still human and who doesn't love Finding Nemo, right? <laughs> who doesn't love cars, right? And I talked about Wally in one episode. And I think after Wally, it's kind of like, yeah, I got to cut it off <laughs> at that point because that's when the movies start to get real crazy. But look, this is what Disney is doing. This is what Disney is doing. They have a show out in partnership with FX, the, the TV show or the channel rather. And it is called Little Demon. And the basis of the show is that there is a child, a girl who is the offspring of Satan and the Antichrist. And I think She's supposed to be the Antichrist or something. I have no idea. But this is directly produced by Disney. But if you were to see it on FX, you would know that it is a Disney show. This is just to show you how the enemy works in mysterious ways. So in one minute, you're letting your child watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. All just nice, cute ABCs, right? And in the next sense, right in the, right in the, the, the studio next door, right? One studio, they're recording Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. And in the next studio, they're recording and giving money to a show called Little Demon in which the actors, specifically the actresses in the show, you can do your research. The actresses in the show specifically say they are excited that they get to show and normalize paganism. And I actually had to stop and pause this and go back just a bit. It is not on FX. It's actually on Hulu and it is available in the children's section. So say if you put on your Hulu account, my child can only watch, you know, TV 7Y or uh, 14 or whatever the case may be. It will come up in the 7Y. Okay. Just so you know, if you are, you're a mom, you know, you know. So with that being said, they said that they're excited that they get to normalize paganism. And one of the actresses, the one who actually plays the Antichrist, which is a 13-year-old little girl who is the daughter of Satan, she is happy that she gets to normalize that this girl is a real person. That's, that's point number one. Now, before I go into point number two, I need you to understand she said that she was excited that she gets to show the human side of this girl, that this girl is a real person. Now, let me go into the trigger warning side of this, of this episode. 
I just finished watching the Netflix documentary or series um, on Jeffrey Dahmer. If you have no idea who that is, do a quick Google search and you will find out that he is an American serial killer. Um, He is no longer alive, but he did receive 15, I believe, consecutive life sentences for his crimes. And so the reason that I was able to watch this, and I do not recommend watching this if you are still at a stage in your walk with Christ where you get scared easily or where, you know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Like, do not watch this. If you're already at a place where you're like, I know I can't watch and listen to everything, understand that and and stay true to that. Do not watch this. Two years ago, I couldn't watch this. A year ago, I probably wouldn't have been able to watch this. Um, However, when I decided that I wanted to go into psychology, I wanted to study forensic psychology. I also wanted to study criminal psychology. I mean, I was just very much interested in why people behave the way they behave. And one of my favorite shows, still one of my favorite shows is Law & Order SVU. That's my stuff. I also really love to watch judge shows and specifically Judge Judy. That's my girl. But we ain't even we ain't even talking about all that. Okay. But I love to really figure out why people act the way they act and study the way that they act, which I think is no question how I ended up in behavioral psychology. And so with that being said, I also used to watch a lot of shows on investigation discovery. And so Seeing that they made a show about him, which I had heard his name before, but I never knew the extent or the magnitude to what it is that he did. Of course, I watched it. I had to watch it. Okay. And I will definitely say it is not for everybody to watch. So I'm going to say that again. It is not for everybody to watch, but we're going to talk a little bit about what I learned from watching this series as well as doing my research and then how that connects to the psychological being or the psychological concepts within this world and then how it definitely correlates with everything in the spiritual as well. Okay. So this is a very in-depth episode. And like I said, I just want to say there is a trigger warning just because of the things that he did was they were so gruesome and I can't really talk about everything without talking about everything. Right. So let's get right into it. What I am learning within this time and season that we're living in, the enemy wants people to have sympathy for him and people who he orchestrates to do his evil deeds, right? So usually when we watch shows, right, there's always some type of sympathy to show the human side of the person that has done evil. There was sympathy within this show, right? There's sympathy with that show Lucifer. I've talked about on multiple occasions. There is sympathy even within some of those SVU episodes. There's always some type of sympathy that goes with the person who committed a heinous crime or act. And I'm not saying that that person is not a person, right? 
We know that each and every one of us, when people encounter us, when we encounter other people, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and the rulers of the darkness of this age. So when it comes to the things that Beyonce does, it is a principality on the inside of her. It's not her as the human. It is the spirit on the inside of her. When you encounter that person at work, again, it's not that person. It is a spirit operating on the inside of them. When you go from zero to 100 real quick, the same applies to you too. And so Jeffrey Dahmer did some very, very bad things. He not only murdered people, but he also ate them. (laughs) He definitely was the epitome of evil. And he's not the only serial killer that we've experienced, right? Not just in our lifetimes, but in the lifetimes of our parents, right? He's not the only one. It just so happened that he is the one that is relevant right now. And with that relevancy, it shows us that he was a person. He was a human being. And let me tell you what the show really, really showed me. It really showed me that with its relevancy right now in 2022, and this all happened back in between 1978 to 1994, I believe. With this relevancy and us now seeing, okay, this was a real person. This actually happened. The victims were not just victims. They were actually real people. I love that part about just TV in general and documentaries that it shows us that the things that happen to people, the victims, those victims were not just victims. They were real people. They had families. So I did appreciate that. However, what this showed me is that There are other evil people in the world who also think about the evil people who act on their evil thoughts. Want to know how I know? Because the show specifically highlights, and we're going to talk about the romanticizing of evil, okay? But the show specifically highlights how once Dahmer was in jail, he had fans. He literally gained fans, women who were sending him nudes. Okay. Not only were they sending him nudes, they were writing letters to him like, oh, we love you so much. Blah, 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 blah. We heard about what you did. Men writing to him saying, Merry Christmas. This I'm just saying specifically for the ones that they pointed out, but men saying, Merry Christmas. We love what you did. You got your fans out here. Da, 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 da. Romanticizing evil. Now, I'm not going to talk about the race or anything of any of these people, but the point of this episode is for you to know that evil exists. And I know you're saying, okay, Victoria, duh, we know that, but a lot of us, no matter how many podcast episodes we listen to, no matter how much we read the Bible, no matter how many church services we go to, no matter how many times we see people in our hoods get killed, no matter what's happening, we still kind of turn a blind eye. We still kind of say, well, it's not directly hurting or reflecting me, so I'm not going to deal with it right now, or I'm not going to think about it, or I'm not going to do this, or I'm not going to do that. What I need you to understand is, is not is that these Jeffrey Dahmers, yeah, they are the ones that actually act upon the evil 
that Satan deposits on the inside of them or that possesses them. But there are other people who actually romanticize these same exact things. And because of the world that we're living in, like I said, now more than ever, you must not only protect yourself, but also your family, your kids, your spouse, your loved one, your future spouse, all of the above naturally and spiritually, especially Especially, especially because you know you're the real MVP, because you're working to break generational curses and build generational wealth financially, naturally, and spiritually. Okay, that is why I am having this episode because. As I'm recording this, I'm like looking on Twitter and like I, I'm doing all the things because I want to get people's perception of this, right? You literally have people romanticizing him because of the actor that played him. So the actor that played him, I believe his name is Evan Peters or somebody. Apparently, he's very attractive to certain people, and which is cool. The actor, I think he did a very good job. You, That's what actors do. They act. However, when you are romanticizing the character that an actor is playing and you can't see the evil because of what the flesh looks like, right? There's something wrong with that. And I'm saying this specifically for, I don't know how old you are listening to this, whether you are a teenager or whether you are in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, or your 50s, whoever it is, you need to make sure that you're opening up your mouth and you're speaking out you're speaking out, you're speaking out to the people who are younger than you. You're speaking out to the people that are your age. Watch what you're watching and what you're listening to. Watch what your children are watching and what you're listening to. And if you have friends that do this and that, maybe you need to distance yourself. Maybe you don't need to be in that friend group, especially if they romanticize murderers, killers, evil witchcraft, sorcery, okay? Just because it's cool, just because it's fun. The enemy has taken things that are evil and turned them into things that are good for whatever reason that our human brains can come up with to be like, oh, this is so awesome and so cool, even though it has all these negative connotations with it, right? These are the things we need to be on the lookout for. These are the things that we need to point out. These are the things that we need to come up against. So I didn't let my son watch the series with me. There were just certain parts where he would pop up in the room or stop doing whatever he was doing. And there was one point in the show where uh, Jeffrey Dahmer yells at his grandmother. My son is like, oh, why did he do that? And this is the point where we cannot sugarcoat things for our kids. Remember I talked about this? What happens in this house stays in this house. Uh uh-uh, We ain't doing that. Remember I talked about, uh, pretending and acting like your child is in like a bubble Uh uh-uh we're not doing that okay things in the world are really real and for me personally and I'm sharing it with you as well I want you to prepare your kids your nieces your nephews your cousins at the age of one two three and four how to come up against demons right how to speak to God how to understand intrusive thoughts right how to take their thoughts captive when they're not in the will of God, right? So when he asked me this, I said, well, he did that because Satan is literally controlling him. Satan is using him, right? Also, I said, you know what? 
And this is for me. This is for all the parents out there. I said to my son, his parents did not cover him the way that they were supposed to cover him. Even though his grandmother went to church, they were not keeping him in the church. They were not specifically praying for him. And I I can't say, but I'm just only going off of what this series showed. And I'm so passionate about this because right now we are the ones that are raising the next generation, right? I was just saying about how I was seeing, talking to my sister about how I was seeing kids, 12, 13, 14, that are so interested in the spirit realm and they have no guidance from their parents, regardless of if they're impoverished or if their parents make two, three hundred, five hundred thousand dollars a year. It, it, there is no boundary on evil. Okay, let's be honest. There is no boundary on evil. And you have these kids, these preteens. Going to cemeteries because they want to figure out how to get in touch with the spirit realm. There, you have these preteens getting Ouija boards and don't even know what they're doing, opening up portals. You have these kids, nineteen, twenty, and I can say that because I know for a fact, right? Nineteen, twenty, going to palm readers and sorcerers and going to people who do uh, tarot cards and things like that, and they don't even know what they're opening up the portals that they're opening up to be under demonic control like they have no idea and these are the people that are going to be the bank tellers that are going to be the the people working at the cash registers that are going to be the teachers that are going to be all of these things that are now one two three four five six seven year olds are going to have to encounter and we're going to encounter too because we're only getting older right but that our children and our children's children are going to encounter and in one way or another, be led by. I'm thinking of these people going to school to be teachers. I'm thinking of these people with these ideologies going to school to be lawyers and to be judges, right? And so you have to be honest with your kids. I literally, me and my son, we pray every day together. And when there is something evil happening or evil seeing, I'm not going to try to shield him from that. I'm going to show that to him, of course, with discretion, right? He's only four, but with discretion and say, this is happening because there is evil in the world and I need you to know about it. And some people may say, oh, that's too young, da, 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 da. I don't think there's ever a point where a child is too young to learn about Jesus and life, I'm sorry, hell, heaven, all of these things. Like they need to know these things. They need to know these things. And so going back to Jeffrey Dahmer, the whole thing is just crazy. And every time he would commit a crime, I just couldn't say nothing but Jesus, 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 because there's a whole nother topic to even talk about on this when it comes to race um, and privilege. Okay. Because there are so many signs in which the police were told and they did not care. But there's so much to this. And I don't know. We might have to do a part two. But we might not. No, we're not going to do a part two. I just really need y'all to understand that when you encounter somebody who says that heaven and hell isn't real, the devil is fake, God is fake, it's not real. How can somebody look at something like this and think that somebody cannot be possessed to eat people, to tell someone they're going to eat their heart and say, I have no idea why I did it. They were possessed. And if you think that somebody did something like this in 1980, 1990, 
You have to know and understand that with the evolution of technology, with the evolution of this this so-called new age spirituality and all of these different things, that the enemy is not possessing people in the same way, if not worse, right? And again, romanticizing evil, romanticizing evil, romanticizing evil. You need to be careful about the things that you watch, things that you listen to. I mean, I just couldn't believe when I saw like Disney, you're producing a show called Little Demon about a 13 year old girl who is the Antichrist. Like, come on, the enemy is not even hiding anymore. And yet people still say that he doesn't exist. And people still say that they don't believe. And people still And, you know, that all just stems from because when it comes to believing in God and following Jesus, you have to answer, right? You have to have accountability. And of course, people don't want to be held accountable for anything. We talk about this all the time on this platform, but let's talk about it. Let's talk about how in the church they showed, oh my goodness, they show where a lot of his victims were black males and with them being black males, they show one particular family in which the mother of the son who was murdered, she said, make me and the Lord proud. This is what she always said to him. And I'm sure this was very important for her to have in the, the show, right? Because she wanted people to know that this is something that I always told my son, and I'm not coming directly for her. because So let's take her out of the equation. But I'm coming directly for you. And I'm coming directly for myself. Let's do that. Okay, make me and the Lord proud, son. Does he really even know the Lord? Does he know everything that comes with the spirit realm? At 20 years old, 30 years old, does he really know? Or, or have you just had him in a routine? A routine of going to church and practicing religion? Like, come on. I just, I'm so passionate about it because, of course, I'm a mother. I'm so passionate about it because I hate when the enemy wins. I hate it. He needs to lose. Like, God did not give us these resources. Jesus did not come here and die and leave us a, a helper, a helper of all helpers for us to not use the resources that we have and do our due diligence to teach our children about these things, about the fact that evil is real, about the fact that you need to ask God for a heightened spirit of discernment and pray for your child to have a heightened spirit of discernment, regardless of what's going on in your life. Take that time out every single day to pray for your children. Pray for your nieces, your nephews. If you don't have children, pray for the the young people that are surrounding you. Number one, pray for them that they don't fall prey to the enemy's devices and pray for them. And when I say to the enemy's devices, I mean so that they don't become a victim and that they don't become a victimizer. I hope I said that correctly. And so that's what this episode is about, really. And I have something else that I really want to talk about really quickly before we go. Because, like I said, I really loved that the show showed the victims and the lives of the victims and the victims' families that they weren't just victims, they weren't just killed, but they were also real people. And this is something that happened to, like, this is a real thing. And the people who were sending Jeffrey Dahmer fan mail, right, fan mail, like this is people, real people with beating hearts, people who most likely are still alive today. Let's keep it real. 
his little brother is still alive today in 2022. He'd be 56 years old, right? Jeffrey Dahmer was born in 1966. People who were his age, they're still alive today. People who are sending him fan mail are most likely still alive today. And so not only were they sending him fan mail, but they also made a comic book about him, multiple comic books, okay? Like, that's just to show you how people romanticize evil and they indulge in it. They love fantasy because fantasy pulls you away from the real world. And God is already preparing me to do an episode on this, how your perception is not reality, Because sometimes we get stuck in our perceptions or our fantasies and we think that that fantasy becomes a real thing. Or like Jeffrey Dahmer, we act on those fantasies, those evil fantasies that were only put on the inside of us and deposited on the inside of us by the pits of hell. So anyway, like I said, I really did appreciate that they showed us that the victims were real people. And I really did appreciate that we were able to see That's what I love about visualization. And I know that some people were like, there's already things out there about him. I had never seen anything about Jeffrey Dahmer. I only heard the name maybe once or twice, like I said. And so this was very educational for me, but also very much emotional because all I could say is Jesus. Now, at the very end, they showed another serial killer from Chicago, John Gacy, who received the death penalty by lethal injection the same day that Jeffrey Dahmer decided that he was going to be baptized. Mind you, throughout the whole, I mean, and that, and that's why I have to talk about this. They made a comic book, right? They have this show called Little Demon. There's another um, show or game out right now. I can't think of the name of it, but when I figure it out, I will tell you guys so that you know. And if you see your kids or any kids around you playing this game, you shut it off immediately. Like, absolutely not. You tell their parents, absolutely not. But as they were showing us Jeffrey Dahmer's growing up and his, his life and things like that, they were showing how he was interested in certain types of comics and certain types of things and how that could have most definitely deposited a seed. And that's why I bring this to y'all, because the things that we see and hear deposits seeds, just like for us as adults, it does the same thing for young minds. OK, so again, This man, John Gacy, who was a serial killer in Chicago, he received the death penalty the same day that Jeffrey Dahmer decided that he was going to get baptized. And so with receiving a baptism, the show highlighted that he was saved. I mean, this is what the priest was saying to him. Obviously, this is all in a show. We don't really know what happened, but this is in the show. And I think it showed people, how do I say this? He murdered all those people and didn't know why. Now, mind you, throughout the show, he would watch, you know, scary movies like The Exorcist. And he enjoyed, you know, dissecting roadkill. Just just crazy stuff, you guys. Um, And certain types of comic books that really fantasized evil and killing and things like that. He decided that he was going to get baptized once he was put in prison. And once he decided that he was going to get baptized, the priest said to him, you are now saved. 
And I'm not God. I can't judge. I have no idea. I don't know if he atoned for his sins, whatever. I have no idea. However, what I don't like is, uh, and I don't even know how to say this because it shows us that people can do horrible, horrible things, but then be forgiven. And that's what God does, right? He forgives people. But it's just like, just, we don't even want, we don't want this to happen to us or our children at all. So anywho, he decided he was going to get baptized and that he believed in God and he was reading the Bible and they called him in to do work duty. And throughout the time of them showing us him, him in prison, they showed us a small little snippet of Christopher Scarver, which was another inmate, which I believe who was already in there for life, basically. And he is the one who killed Jeffrey Dahmer. And he said that God is a God of revenge. His God is a God of revenge. And he was, and God uses vessels here on earth to execute his justice. And so this is what they said in the show. I don't know. Obviously we don't know if this is what really happened. Okay. But he said that God sent him to execute his justice right on Jeffrey. And so he pretty much beat him to death. And so this is another thing. When the enemy has sunk his teeth in you so deep and then you decide, you decide, you decide that you are going to be different. You're going to do different. And obviously you will never do anything like Jeffrey Dahmer, right? (laughs) You would never do anything to that magnitude. But. I have this question and I'm bringing it to you as successful servant leader. I'm bringing it to you as modern pioneer woman. I'm bringing it to you as real MVP. I have no idea if Jeffrey Dahmer is in heaven or hell. I have no idea. Again, I'm not God. I cannot judge. However, I have this question and I'm just wondering how quick does God's wrath work, right? He gave his life to Christ and then immediately, shortly after, he was killed. And when I say gave his life to Christ, he was baptized. Now, I believe that he was baptized in a certain way that I'm not really sure. I don't really know, (laughs) y'all. But I'm asking God, you know, and I probably will never get the answer to this question because we are not meant to have the questions to everything, right? He gave his life to Christ and then shortly after he was killed. And when I first saw that, I said, see, he gave his life to Christ, gave his life to Jesus, and the enemy was upset about it. And so, boom, as long as he wasn't seeking after God, right? This is just my opinion. This is just my natural thoughts. As long as he wasn't seeking after God, the enemy was like, yeah, I mean, you going to jail, but what nobody bothering him in jail, right? As soon as he does that, because he was in jail at least two years before he was murdered. But as soon as he gave his life to Christ, the enemy was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, he finna die. And I think that's just like the end of this show, this episode today. 
just because you give your life to Christ doesn't mean that things are going to be easy. And I know that's like a gruesome example, okay? I'm just going off of the theme of today's episode. But just because you give your life to Christ doesn't mean that things are going to be easy. And a part of me thinks like, okay, well, maybe God had him to die in jail like that because maybe people were going to keep sending him fan mail and then again, spark the fantasies on the inside of his brain and have him think that it was okay because people are sending him fan mail, right? Maybe God was like, okay, it's time for him to go. He gave me, I don't, I have no idea. You know, this is just me and my human brain thinking and talking, but for you, MVP, successful servant leader, a modern pioneer woman. I need you to know that when you give your life to Christ, you give him your full yes. The enemy is pissed. He's not going to be happy about it. He is not going to be happy about it. And so with that being said, you closing your mouth to evil, you being afraid to speak up when your little nieces and nephews or your teenage nieces and nephews and cousins are doing things that they shouldn't be doing, watching things that they shouldn't be watching, listening to things that they shouldn't be listening to, and you keep quiet about it. The enemy loves that. The enemy loves that. Now, obviously, you can't do anything when they're not there except for when you're not around them except pray for them. But if you see it, if you witness it, you have a duty to speak up, right? At least bring awareness and then take the rest back to God, right? At least bring awareness to it and pray. Bring awareness to it and pray. Bring awareness to it to them. Teach them why this isn't good, why they shouldn't watch this. What happens when they have idle minds, right? Jeffrey Dahmer's mind was idle, which made it the devil's workshop, period. And so that's what I want to leave you guys with today. I just, I had to talk about this. We'll probably have more or less talk about it as the world just gets crazier and crazier because idle minds are what cause mass shootings. Y'all think just because this thing happened with Jeffrey Dahmer was in 1994, 1980, that it's not relevant today. It most definitely is. It just looks different. There are people shooting up grocery stores. Why are you shooting up a grocery store? There's people shooting up schools. Why are you shooting up a school? Why are you just driving down the street shooting people on the side? Why? Why? We just had that. If you didn't hear about the the Ezekiel boy, not only was his name Ezekiel, and that's a whole nother conversation. But if you didn't hear about that, do your research, research on that as well. He just shot up a neighborhood for no reason. Why? An idle mind is the devil's workshop. And if you don't speak up, the enemy loves your silence. So right now, before we go today, let's just pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for your covering, number one. I thank you for covering each and every one of us, every person under the sound of my voice. I thank you for revealing things to us. I thank you for giving us boldness and confidence so that we can pray to you, so that we can declare and decree that we are your official legislators and ambassadors here on earth. We are your warriors. Therefore, we will live each and every day in divine spiritual victory. Therefore, we will live each and every day boldly and confidently speaking out against the things that are not like you. Therefore, we 
we will be a warrior in our bloodline, breaking generational curses and building generational wealth. Therefore, we will do what needs to be done to save those who are coming after us. Maybe we can't be with them every single day. Maybe we don't have the financial means to save them in that way. But what we do have is our tongue. And you have shown us that life and death is in the power of our tongues. We thank you for the renewal of our minds and changing our hearts, Father God. Thank you for showing us that the things that we think becomes the things that we are. And so that when we decide that we are going to be change agents and trailblazers and pioneers and MVPs, not only do we speak that thing for ourselves and our children, but we also speak it for the rest of the people in our bloodlines. We thank you right now, Lord, for just keeping us safe and sound from evil. Your word says, deliver us from evil. And we just ask right now that you deliver the children in this earthen vessel from evil. You deliver them from evil. You deliver them from evil. Even the children that we do not know, Father God. I thank you, Lord, for what we talked about here today. And I thank you that we were able to reveal tactics of the enemy. He's in plain sight. No longer shall we turn a blind eye to evil. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. And that is going to end today's podcast episode. Like I said, I'm sorry that it was heavy like this and we will resume our regularly scheduled programming next week. Thank you so much for tuning in for this episode of the Successful Servant Leader Podcast.